0: Welcome to I Speak Human, a podcast about navigating the human experience by way of the stars. I'm your host, intuitive astrologer, Akashic record reader, and fellow human Victoria Greer Stevens. Join me each week as we look to the stars to answer life's big questions Who are we? Where are we going? And why are we here? This is this I Speak Human. Oh. Hello, and welcome back to I Speak Human. I am so excited that you're here today. I'm so grateful that you tuned in, that you took time out of your day or morning or evening to listen to this podcast. And whether you're listening to this podcast driving down the road on the way to work or listening to it in the bathtub or listening to it in the middle of the night when you're trying to get your kid to go to sleep and you just have it in your ears just to give you something to do, welcome, or you're cleaning your kitchen. That's one of my favorite ways to listen to podcasts. Clean my kitchen or at the gym, wherever you are right now, thank you for sticking me in your ears (laughs) or playing me through your speakers. I'm so grateful just to be on this planet right now and have breath in my lungs. I know this year's been so heavy for so many of us, and I'm just grateful that we keep saying yes and show up. Every day, trying to find solutions, trying to move forward, trying to evolve, because that's what's imperative. It's what has to happen next. It's what's. It's the only thing we have left to do is to evolve. So welcome to this stage and our evolution. I know it's a bit uncomfortable, but I'm grateful for each and every one of you and that you're here with me. And I just want to send you all the love, and you're not alone. Even if you're sitting in your apartment all by yourself and you haven't seen anyone in days, you're not alone. And if no one's hugged you, I want you to just wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a really big hug and tell yourself it's going to be okay. And you're loved, and you're seen. Sometimes I like to just put my hand on my chest, sometimes even tap a few times and just say, I love you, I love you, I love you. And sometimes I'll pat my chest to that beat, I love you, I love you. And when I do that, it creates a frequency of love through my body. And I'm telling my body and my being that I love it. And all of a sudden, I become the observer of my reality rather than a participant. And I'm able to see things a bit more clearly. So I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the second episode of I speak human. Today we're going to start with our new format, which I'm really excited about. I don't think I talked about this on the first episode. It's probably because I was still mulling over how I was going to format the show, but now I feel very I feel good about it. So, there's a few things that might still change, but I'll give you guys the over, uh, just kind of the overview of what I'm thinking. So, the first episode of each month is going to actually is going is going. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. It's like bang. Um, the first episode of every month is gonna be a forecast episode. I'm super excited about this. So what I'm going to be doing is going through all the major and honestly, even kind of minor aspects of the month and talk about the energy of them, talk about how you can work with that energy. Um, Yeah, just to optimize your life. And I. if astrology is still kind of new for you and you're like, okay, I don't really know how I feel about this. I'm dipping my toes in. I like to think about astrology as like watching the weather because when I know what's happening each day of the week, I can plan my week a little bit better. So if I know it's going to rain on Sunday, okay, probably not a great idea to plan a picnic. Um, whereas if I know it's going to be really cold, then I can make sure that I have scarves and jackets pulled down or clean or whatever, good blankets, Um, make sure my heat's working well. And that's kind of the same way with astrology. You know, if you know certain transits are coming up and certain energies are going to present themselves, then you get to go, okay, well, I can better prepare for that. So that's pretty cool. So the first thing that we're going to... Okay, so that's the first of the month. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. I was like, I'm so excited about the energy forecast. Here we go. Okay, so that's the first episode of every month. The second episode of every month... Whoa, you can tell Mercury is about to go into Sag. Talking over myself. The second episode of every month is going to be a deep dive into astrology. So it's going to be very like you're in a classroom with me and I'm your teacher. So the second episode each month, bring a notepad, bring a pen. This is the one that you're going to want to take notes for. So I'm going to try to provide a lot of notes in the show notes as well so that you can follow along. But I highly suggest having a pen and paper and also having your chart Handy because you'll probably want to look up different things. So that's going to be a really fun episode, a very mercurial episode. And the third episode of every month is going to be when I connect with a guest. So, and so we may teach something like, so I mentioned there's a series coming out about human design, and that's going to be coming out for a while because we plan to record four parts. So There'll be several episodes of how to read your human design chart because I honestly, next to astrology, human design is one of the main things that I use in my practice to help navigate my life and my energy. So, anyway, we'll have different guests on and learn about different things. So, since this episode or this podcast is primarily an astrology podcast. I want to make a lot of room for teaching. So it's not going to be a super guest-heavy show. So you can expect a guest once a month, sometimes maybe twice a month, but once a month, will generally be the norm. And then the fourth episode of every month is my human episode. So that's when we're gonna go through maybe a more human topic like money, sex, um, finances. Finances and money are the same thing. I'm a Capricorn, so apparently we needed to say those twice. Diet, relationships, um, emotional health, anxiety, stress, spiritual practices. Therapy, parents, all the shit. So codependency, religious deconstruction, shame, all the things. I was a life coach, still am a life coach. So a lot of emotional health things are, are super important to me. So I really want to feature those in this show. But we're also going to tie them into astrology. So if we talk about relationships and we talk about what's healthy, I think it's good to know what's healthy for you because we're told like, oh, you should feel like this. But if you're, let's say, a Capricorn moon, you're probably not going to be super emotional and that's okay. But just to know that and be like, okay, emotions might be a bit more difficult for me. I'm not broken. I'm just not necessarily as watery and going to cry at the drop of a hat like a Pisces. So when I do cry, it's going to be big and it's going to feel like a shift. And that's a Capricorn moon. And versus like a Pisces moon, where Pisces moons and Cancer moons, they're just, they always could cry. Like I know several water moon signs, specifically Pisces and Cancer, and they'll just be talking and all of a sudden they have tears in their eyes, but they didn't really start crying. And then it'll just go away like just as fast. Like it's not like this heaving crying session Um, And I think that's just very, whereas Scorpio, that's a bit more visceral, I think, but it still just feels so natural when I see a Scorpio moon cry. It's just like, oh, this is just something you do. So that's going to be the fourth episode every month, diving into a human subject, and then connecting it to the stars. So on the fifth Friday, I'm really excited about I'm going to be reading people's charts on air live. So if you want to be one of those charts to be considered, go ahead and share this episode on social media. Send me a screenshot and say with your birth information and say you want to be entered and double points if you also rate and subscribe to the podcast. So go ahead and do that now. Screenshot this episode, share it on social media so that you can be entered for that. And that's going to be really fun. So you will need to know your exact birth time. So just want to throw that out there. So make sure you have your exact birth time. Okay, so now we're on to what this episode is all about, which this is the energy for December 2020. Guys, I just feel like we just all need to take like a collective breath in right now. Let's just do that. In through our nose. Out through the mouth. (laughs) That was the weirdest way to do that. Let's do that again. In through the nose. End out through the mouth. <sighs> one more time, in through the nose. End out through the mouth. <sighs> Welcome. If you're not driving and you can, I just want you to take a second and I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to put one hand on your belly. And one hand on your heart. Actually, place your non dominant hand on your heart and your dominant hand on your belly. And I want you to just keep taking long, gentle breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Two more times in through the nose. And out through the mouth. Last time in through the nose. And out through the mouth. And before we get into the energy of this month, I wanted to open the Akashic Records and read for the audience of I Speak Human So you can go ahead and open your eyes if you like. And let me tell you a little bit about what the Akashic Records are. The Akashic Records, it's all the information that ever has been and ever will be. So it's the infinite wisdom of the universe. So when we tap into our own Akashic Records, it's everything we've ever known, Every emotion we've ever experienced and every emotion we will ever experience. So it has the wisdom of our higher self, of source, of our guides that we have full access to. And you access this wisdom with the pathway prayer and then you will receive messages for whoever akashic records you're tapping into so you can't access somebody's records without their permission well you can but you i it's a faux pas in my opinion but accessing your own akashic records or even the records of a home that you're residing in is such a beautiful way to connect with the energy of your own soul as well as the energy around you. And I'm an Akashic Records reader, and you can also read for a group of people. So I'm going to be reading for this audience. And what I love about the records is that it's outside of space or time. So even if you're listening to this episode years from now, you're still being included in this message because this is a message that is outside of space, that's outside of time, and you're hearing it exactly when you're supposed to hear it. So if you'd like to close your eyes, you're welcome to. You're also just welcome to listen. We gather together in light. We gather together in love. We gather together in knowing the messages from above. Through the Akashic Records, we understand our greatness. Through the Akashic Records, we understand our wisdom. Through the Akashic Records, we understand what's there. This prayer will help deliver us there. I wish to know the audience of the I Speak Human podcast in the light of the Akashic Records. Help me to see the audience of the I Speak Human podcast through the light of the Akashic Records and help me to know the audience of the I Speak Human podcast through the light of the Akashic Records I wish to know the audience of the I Speak Human podcast in the light of the Akashic Records. Help me to see the audience of the I Speak Human podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. Bring me to feel the audience of the I Speak Human podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. And Now, the Akashic Records are open. There is a canyon. You're standing at the precipice of a canyon. And you see a bridge between two parts. On one side is you, where you are right now, your past. On the other side is the unknown. It's where your wishes and dreams and hopes and desires all reside. The only thing between you and the unknown is this divide this gap. And as you lean into more of who you're wanting to be, you realize the only way to get to that place is to cross this canyon. And so you go across it. Fearful at first, but eventually you trust yourself and you make it across. And once you get to the other side of the canyon, you begin to walk and walk and walk until you get to a field. And in this field are women and men planting seed into the ground. And you walk over and you join them, planting seed into the ground, watering it. And this is a different type of faith, a faith that what you plant, what you nurture, what you pour your compassion into will grow. And in a way, it seems so simple. And in another way, it seems almost more terrifying than the canyon. and you water this plant and you nurture it and you see about it and over time it does begin to grow into a tree that gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and at night the moon is so bright It lights up this field, and in the day, the sun is so strong it energizes you. And day after day, you tend to this plant. This piece of hope. These are the two places you might be feeling today when it comes to hope it may feel like hope is like running across a canyon on a rickety bridge and that's what it's going to take for that risk that leap of faith where it might feel consistent and in a way that feels trapping and that feels scary Because pouring time day after day, giving the mundane to something that may not come to fruition is terrifying. And if you do resonate with either of those descriptions, I want you to place your non-dominant hand back on your heart, your dominant hand back on your belly And I want you to take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. We're going to do that two more times. In through the nose and out through the mouth. You're okay. You're okay and you're safe. You're okay, you're wanted. You're chosen. You matter. You can trust yourself. You can hope again. And you can also take your time and be really gentle with yourself. There's no rush. So wherever you find yourself today. Just know you're exactly where you're supposed to be. I would like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I would like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. And I would like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed, amen. And now you, if you did have your eyes closed, you're welcome to open them, maybe get a sip of water. And if you'd like, grab a pen and some paper. You might want to take some notes because we're about to get into the forecast for December 2020. So we're going to talk about the energy of December 2020. So we're going to start out talking about the eclipse that's actually happening on 30. So November 30th, and this eclipse is taking place in Sagittarius in Gemini. It's actually happening at eight degrees of Gemini. The reason I say it's happening also in Sag is because the sun is in Sagittarius, but the actual lunar eclipse itself is taking place at eight degrees of Gemini. So when we look at what is an eclipse, an eclipse is when the moon passes over the path of the sun, so, what that feels like energetically, so that's what's happening astrono- astronomically. But what's happening energetically is emotions are really coming up to their peak. And this is a very, very potent full moon. And it's about, so it's a lot more, I would say about three times as energetically powerful as a regular full moon. So, this is a great time of beginnings and endings. So you may notice this that there are you know important beginnings and endings happening in your life. But a lot of times these beginning and endings they take place, they they something happens around this time that unfolds over the next 6 months. But this can also be an idea or a thought process. So Every time somebody hears like, "Oh, beginnings and endings," they're like, "Oh my gosh, am I gonna, you know, lose my job or my relationship or is somebody gonna die or something?" You know, we always jump to these, ba- or we look for really big things happening, and a lot of times they're things that have big impacts later. But it can be even down to just a thought process that you're letting go of. And I know for me personally. I've seen a big shift in just my own creative process, and also in my thought process about my love life, about my sexuality, about my romance, about romance and play, and that's where part of where this eclipse is taking place in my chart. But furthermore, I'm just noticing, just in even a more simple way, where everyone could relate to, it's my thoughts. My thoughts are really being questioned and what I'm thinking about and what I'm putting my energy to. And I think that's an interesting thing because Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So Mercury is our thought process, our communication, the thing that's going on upstairs, kind of that motor that's running. So a lot of this could be shifts and changes, even just with our own thought processes, thought process, thought processes. (laughs) A lot of this could just be shifts in our thinking. It could also be all of a sudden you have a little bit more energy to start a project or maybe have a little bit more energy to start some sort of exercise regime or some sort of a practice where you didn't have that before. But it also may be a time when you really see the writing on the wall in situations and realize it's time to shift out of situations. But I think eclipses... I don't really think that it's going to be things of, oh my gosh, unless you're just super out of alignment, it's probably going to be things you saw coming. So eclipses really just have to do with major shifts. So dramatic beginnings and endings. So these are going to be things that you're going to see play out over the next six months. So that's what we're starting the month with. And then immediately at the beginning of the month, on December 1st, Mercury enters the sign of Sagittarius. So here's the deal. Sagittarius energy, it's open-minded, it's big picture, it's philosophy, it's higher thought, it's also travel, adventure. But Mercury and Sagittarius aren't necessarily the most you know yin and yang combo it's there's a bit of a tension actually mercury is said to be in its detriment in sagittarius which is a place that mercury doesn't do so well because mercury rules gemini and sagittarius is opposing gemini in the zodiac wheel so it's said that that planet is or that a planet in its the sign of its detriment is it tends to not do so well there, and struggle. So we might find that mercury-related activities such as communication, speaking, writing, transportation, are a bit more frantic, a bit more scattered, so I think I joked at the beginning of this episode, Up, oh, I can tell Mercury's about to go on Sag because I'm stumbling over my words a lot. It's not anything to be like afraid of. We just went through a Mercury retrograde. It's not like that where we're going to have just all these breakdowns of communication. We could, but I would say it's more a little bit more of like you might find that you stumble over your words, you send emails that you didn't mean to send, communication, or you're, you're forgetting things, or you can't remember certain details. So, just just, I would say during this time, be a bit more organized and thoughtful. Sagittarius also just doesn't really care about the details too much. So, Mercury and Sag, it's a little bit, we can get a little absent minded of the details and forget things. So, just a way to support yourself during this time is to write things down and be a little bit more organized, maybe that you normally would. And if you, normally you're really organized and you're a Virgo, then you might find that other people around you are a bit more scattered or just like, yeah, whatever. Um, and that could be a bit more frustrating. So that's happening on Tuesday, December 1st, and Mercury will be in the sign of Sagittarius through um, most of December, I do believe. I believe maybe even the entire month of December. Um, and then the next aspect that we have is on Sunday, December 6th, 2020, and this is Venus and Scorpio is going to be trining with Neptune that is currently in Pisces. This is a really beautiful transit. It's relaxation. I put romance, relaxation, and daydreaming. It's a very flowing energy. Trines are really wonderful. So, what a when I say a trine, that's an aspect, meaning it's the relationship or the degree between two planets. So Venus is is trining Neptune. So it's this very, very flowing, beautiful energy forming a trine with the other. And this transit favors creativity, specifically singing. So if you're a singer like myself, this would be a great time to get into the studio or maybe write some music. You may find that you have a lot more compassion and empathy And really want to beautify your surroundings. So, But the thing about a trine, you don't always notice them unless you activate the energy. So if you don't do anything to specifically work with this energy, you may just notice that that day is just another day. And it's nice and it's pretty. Um, You might feel a little bit more compassionate, might find yourself... A little bit more loving, but overall you're going to have to activate this energy. So get out a paintbrush, get out some music, dance around, daydream, let yourself have, maybe curl up with your loved one, have a little date night, have some fun. Meditation's also really great during this time. So all really fun things. Um, the next major, well, this one isn't a major, um, but the next aspect that's going on is wednesday december 9th 2020 and the sun in sagittarius is squaring neptune in pisces so we talked about a trine a trine is a flowing energy a square is what they call a hard aspect so a hard aspect is a 90 or is a square a conjunction and an opposition and so a square is when two planets so in this case the sun and neptune are forming a 90 degree angle and it's creating a bit more tension So the sun is your vitality, your energy, your source. And Neptune um, is an outer planet, so it's more influences outside of you. It can be associated with daydreaming. It can be associated with, associated with spirituality. It could also be associated with depression and disease and illusion. So when these planets are forming what they call a hard aspect, you may find that there's a lowering of your vitality. You might be more susceptible to health issues or find yourself overly trusting people to a fault. You can be deceived easily during this time and hypochondria may occur it's not a great time to have any type of medical activity happening. So if you can avoid doctor's appointments or anything around this time, you might want to do that. Again, nothing to be afraid of, but it's just not the most supportive energy for this. Um, you are more susceptible or you can be more susceptible to disease around that time and secrets are harder to keep and harder to uncover. So, Just be aware that this time might be a time where you want to take a little extra care of yourself. Again, it's nothing to be afraid of, but you know, if you can avoid going out and being in contact with people on this day, I would. Again, that's Wednesday, December 9th. Um, And if you do, just making sure you're extra careful and supportive of yourself and wearing scarves and maybe making sure you're having some vitamin C and taking care of yourself and... Really, just and not asking a lot of yourself. I would say that's another thing with that square of maybe getting an extra nap that day if you can, um, not asking quite so much of yourself. Again, meditation could be really helpful during this time, um, and eating really nurturing foods. The next, a next aspect is on the next day, actually. And it's on December 10th, 2020. And Venus in Scorpio is sextiling Pluto in Capricorn. So this is... A, so we talked about trine is a flowing energy. Sextile, I think of more of like an opportunity. It's an energy that you can activate. You're probably not going to feel it if you don't do something intentional about it. So this is Venus sextiling Pluto. So Venus is currently in Scorpio and Pluto is in Capricorn. So what I put for this is intensify the connection. This deepens your love to an intense level. New feelings or desires to be in a relationship may be profound, and existing relationships may evolve spiritually. So this is a really great time. If you are in a relationship, maybe try some sort of spiritual practice with your partner, this would be a great day to do meditation together or maybe try some yoga together, um, even tantric if you're into that. Um, And if you're single in this day, just even intensifying that connection with yourself, Venus and Pluto. Pluto is healing and it's transformation. So sextiling with Venus, you can really even evolve spiritually in how you see relationships. So Getting in touch with your more spiritual side on this day, meditations are wonderful. Like I said, yoga is wonderful. Different rituals are really great. If you're interested in any rituals, be sure to DM me and I'll let you know some of my favorites that I like to use. So, and then the next transit that we have is the next day. So this week is a pretty packed week. Um... December 11th, Friday, December 11th, the sun in Sag is trining Mars and Aries. Again, trine is a flowing energy. So this is a really, this is a positive transit. Self-confidence and energize. This is a winning transit. So again, trines and sextiles, if you don't activate them, you might not notice them. So if you wanna use this energy, this is a great day to start new projects. You may notice a d- increase in your sex drive and your charm. So if you want to get the most out of this transit, I would suggest, yeah, this is a day to start something new. Try maybe even starting a new workout routine. That can be a great time for that. But it also can be a great time for, yeah, starting new projects in your work, putting yourself out there and maybe trying to get new clients if you work for yourself because the sun is your self-confidence. And when you have that trining, flowing energy from Mars, you just might notice that you feel a little bit better that day. Now, again, this depends on your chart, but you may not notice this depending on other things that are happening in your chart that day. However, you can, like I said, activate this energy. Getting physical and in your body is another great way to activate this energy. And putting yourself out there, like I said. And yeah, asking yourself, what do I want? And indulging that I think is another great way to support that energy. So the next transit we have is on Sunday, December 13th. And on Sunday, December 13th, Mercury in Sagittarius is forming a square to Neptune. So again, we're back to the square. The square is a hard aspect, that 90 degree angle. And Mercury in Sagittarius is squaring Neptune in Pisces. So these are two Jupiter, Jupiterian rolled planets and or signs, excuse me, Sagittarius and Pisces. And like I said earlier, Mercury doesn't exactly love being in Sag, but Neptune actually really enjoys being in Pisces. So Neptune's going to kind of win this battle, if that makes sense. And Mercury is your thinking. So And your communication. So, you might even notice that you have a bit distorted thinking around this day. Conversations and discussions will suffer from confusion. You may be more susceptible to believing conspiracy theories. So, watch out for that. Or just may be more interested. So, you might not be like hook, line, and sinker, but all of a sudden find yourself being like, what is this mess these crazy people are talking about? And all of a sudden, kind of want to look into it a little bit more. Just be aware you're a bit more susceptible to that. so I would really highly encourage you around this time to also clear and protect your energy. Stick to high vibrational activities. So I would definitely suggest not getting on your phone a ton that day. So maybe not doing the conspiracy theory route. Um, doing things that are going to raise and keep your vibration high. Stay away from even like scary movies or stressful movies or anything like that keeping positive music playing through the house, um, meditation that day. So plan for – that's a Sunday. I would just plan to have a self-care day that day, doing a lot of things that are positive and uplifting. Avoid any conversations of any type of serious matter if you can avoid it. And if you do notice that your brain is going to anxious or depressive thoughts – don't indulge them. This is not a day that you want to go down that rabbit hole because your thinking is highly distorted. So the next transit that we have is December 14th, 2020, Monday. So that's the next day. And this is a new moon in Sagittarius, but it is also the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. So eclipses always happen in pairs. So The eclipse that happened on November 30th is is in Gemini, and it's pairing with this one that's happening on December 14th that is occurring in Sagittarius. So again, these are working as a pair. So what was occurring around this time? These themes will carry over. What's occurring around November 30th? You'll notice that theme occurring through the entire beginning half of December, And what it's asking you to do is expand your horizons and expand your moon. So expanding how you're seeing reality, you might notice some of that coming up and also letting go of different philosophies, different belief systems maybe that you grew up in. So again, this is, but this is also just a big shift in energy. So again, major beginnings and endings. I always say this, do not charge your crystals on full moons that happen on eclipses. So this is a new moon. People generally don't charge their, Uh, crystals under a new moon, but full moons that are happening in an eclipse that are an ecliptic full moon. I do not suggest charging your crystals during that time because it can be a very frantic energy. So just do a new moon ritual That will help you ground that energy. This is also a major time where you can set some really amazing intentions for 2021 because, again, this is uh, energy that's going to be occurring over the next six months. So if you don't already follow me on my personal Instagram, it's at Victoria G. Stevens. Go follow me there and look up. I have this service called Chart Your Course, and currently I... I'm doing a special on it. And if you use the code 2020, you get the reading. It's actually $50 off. So the reading is originally $147. You get the reading for $97. And what we're going to go through and do is go through and look at the energy in your personal chart for the entire year of 2021 and actually chart out the things that you're wanting to do and look at the best times for those to happen and in maybe if you don't have that vision yet even just knowing what the energies are you may start to be inspired. So if you are interested in that around that date would be a really fun day to do that and that's around December 14th. There's actually a few peak days for that. So again, It is chart your course. You can go to my website, victoriagreerstevens.com. That'll be in the show notes. And I'll also have the information about the course in the show notes as well. And you can just use that link and again use the code 2020 to get $50 off that reading. And that will be available through the month of December. So the next. So the next transit that's happening is actually also occurring on that day, December 14th, 2020, Venus and Scorpio is sextiling Jupiter and Capricorn. So Venus, it's your values, Jupiter, it's expansion, it's your belief, it's fate. So this is a really, but it's, so, and this is also, and Venus is also relationships. Um, so a lot of times you might find yourself wanting to connect with more people on that day. This is a great time to connect with others. So Even if that's virtually, this could be a fun time to plan, you know, maybe a little girls hangout night. I actually think it would be really a great great time to do a new moon ritual with some of your girlfriends. So if you are interested in a new moon ritual that you can do, DM me and I will get you set up with that as well. Um, But be very aware that anything that you start on an eclipse is going to be a very impactful event in your life. So just be aware of what you're doing around this date and who you're connecting with on this date. The next major transit will be on the next day, December 15th, and that's a Tuesday. And this is Venus sextiling Saturn. So this is And Venus is in Scorpio and Saturn is in Capricorn. So this, I put, this is the DTR transit. So you may notice that you find that you want to have a really serious conversation with your partner about where things are going. Um, Any relationship that you start around this time has potential to be serious in, in where it goes and have a serious tone to it. Um, it's things that will stick, uh, no one night stands. <laughs> so, this is not a great energy for that. And if you try to do that, if you're going the other direction and you're like, I just want to date and talk to people and chit chat, you may find that that's just not happening. And um, you're not able to have that playful, fun energy, or you're getting a little bit more serious about things. So, again, this energy, you may not notice it if you don't activate it. Um, Chiron also is going direct that day in Aries, and Mercury is also trining Mars. So there's a lot going on that day. Um, Chiron going direct in Aries, it's really about finding your identity and stepping more into who you are. And then Mercury trining Mars gives you a bit of a verbal punch. So you just may notice that you're getting a little bit more... So this day overall, I've just listed out several things that are happening. But overall, I would say on this day, you may just find yourself getting a little bit more serious about your values and finding that you're more clear about that and knowing who you are and maybe being able to articulate that very well and clear and maybe even forcefully. So this would be a great day to just write out your goals and write out what you want and write out who you are. So that's Tuesday the 15th. Um, also that day, Venus is entering Sagittarius. So Venus and Sag is a pretty, is, I think is pretty fun. It's experiences, new adventures, relationships, um, and meaningful connections with people. So, but they're fun. So, and you're wanting to have really meaningful life experiences. That's another big key to this energy. So Venus will be in Sagittarius for a while. So we'll talk more about that, especially as it begins to aspect other planets. But it's we're moving from Venus being in Scorpio, which is very intense and looking at all the things. So you may have found that you're a bit more like paranoid in your relationship or even a bit more controlling. Sagittarius is a lot more freedom oriented. So you may find yourself just being a little bit more playful in your relationships or just wanting or desiring or giving yourself or partner more freedom in your relationship. So I really enjoy it. You may also find yourself wanting to travel more and start saving more money towards travel. So, and then the next major transit, this is actually a huge transit This is Thursday, December 17th, and Saturn is entering the sign of Aquarius. Praise God. If I could insert the hallelujah chorus right here, I would, because it is time. (laughs) This also means this is the end of my Saturn return. So I cannot wait for December 17th. My birthday is four days later, and I'm like, nope, the day we're going to celebrate is December 17th. So this is a big shift for all of society because Saturn has been in the sign of Capricorn for the past 3 years. It's been in this it's been in the sign of Capricorn since December 21st, 2017. So Saturn in, entering Aquarius is really looking about organizing the future, clarifying goals, You've been feeling pressure on yourself in the past three years of what you should be doing and where you should be going. You're going to all of a sudden start feeling a little bit more vision for that, a bit more hope for that. And how do I practically do these things? So there's all these systems that have been torn down and even... Resituated and reorganized over the past couple of years, and some just gone altogether. And all of a sudden, you're going to start seeing a bit more clearly the progress that could be made. In your, and your this is going to be happening on a micro and a macro level. So you're going to see this happening in your personal life as well as on a global scale. So. This is a really great energy, again, to do a chart your course session. So go ahead and get that booked because you're, I know right now you might be feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't, I can't even think about something positive happening in life or everything in life that I want. Maybe I see it's possible, but it just feels so hard. You're going to have more energy and you're going to feel more positive coming up. So hang on a little bit. But go ahead, especially if you're about to enter your Saturn return. So if your Saturn is in Aquarius, regardless of what degree it's in, you are entering into a three-year cycle known as your Saturn return. Again, we're going to do an, me and my friend Samantha are going to record an episode on this coming up, and we're going to chat about that some more. So, but this is a major, significant time for you. This is a time of you coming into your own authority and stepping into who you are. So this can also be a really trying time for people because anything that's not in alignment for you is going to be shifted out and new things that are in alignment for you are going to be shifted in. So in the course of my Saturn return, just to sum it up, I moved across the country. I changed jobs. I significantly changed my belief system. I was in different relationships and got into a serious relationship. I moved in with my partner. We had major life events happen over this past year and... I feel like a completely different human than I felt December 2017 and I would say that everyone around me would agree that I am a completely different human and some people don't like that but this person that I've turned into this is who I actually am and so it feels empowering to me even though it's been really painful along the way. So you know my my encouragement to all of my Saturn and Aquarians, Is first of all, I don't think that it's going to be quite as tumultuous for you because I think that Saturn and Capricorn, our Saturn and Capricorn was marked by a lot of buildup in Capricorn, such as Pluto such as a lot of these Mars squaring Saturn and this retrograde that happened in this like cardinal crunch. And overall also Aquarius is a fixed sign. So it's just a bit more steady in general. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot of progress and movement forward during this next three year cycle of Saturn being in Aquarius. And then two days later, Jupiter enters Aquarius. So again, Jupiter has been in Capricorn, which is it's, uh, fall because Saturn or excuse me Jupiter is exalted in Cancer and then it has its fall in Capricorn. So it's not been in a great spot over the past year, which is why a lot of us have felt zero hope, zero vision, not very much optimism. Expansion has not been happening. It's been almost the op- it's it has been the opposite of constriction and restriction. And Jupiter and Aquarius, it's not like just the most amazing feeling ever, but it's going to feel so much better in contrast to what we've been feeling. Now there are significant transits coming up next year, guys. I'm not trying to say 2021 is going to be a walk in the park, but I feel like it's going to be a shift of movement forward rather than just a feeling like everything's collapsing around us all the time. So that's happening on Friday, December 19th. Jupiter is entering Aquarius. So you're really going to start having clear vision for your future. You are going to be a lot better at vision casting and goal setting. Financial gain, social life improves, and your vision becomes clear. So this is such a great time, again, for the chart your course session. So if you haven't gotten one by then and you're like, okay, that's that's why I'm letting this sale go through the end of December because I think people are going to feel maybe not feel like even thinking about 2021. And then I think towards the end of December with Jupiter and Saturn entering Aquarius, we're going to have so much more capacity to dream and have vision for the future that I think people are going to be really excited about it. So if you're, you're not feeling it yet, just go ahead, take note around the 19th, You may all of a sudden want to do one of those sessions and it'd be really, really beneficial to you. So just mark that in your calendar. The next transit that's happening is Mercury moving into Capricorn. So this, I think, is going to be really nice because Mercury's been in Sag, which again is its detriment. So a lot of the scattered energy is going to get really clear as Mercury goes into Capricorn and you're going to your brain is going to have more clear sense of how to organize for better productivity, better communication with authority figures. If you spend too much time thinking, you'll never get anything done. I put as my quote from Mercury and Capricorn. So this is going to be a time when we feel a little bit more like, hey, stop thinking about what you're going to do and just freaking do it. So you're going to find that you're going to start having more practical energy to actually get things done um, around December 20th. And then December 21st, my birthday, two really significant things happen. The first thing that happens is that the sun enters the sign of Capricorn. So we're going to see a shift again in energy. But the really big thing that's happening, and then this is called the Great Conjunction, Jupiter is conjuncting Saturn. This only happens every 19 years, and it's happening at the first degree of Aquarius. There's, there's a massive opportunity for growth and good fortune, and it will feel like you've reached the end of a phase and you're ready to advance to a higher level Breaking through barriers and expanding. I highly suggest manifestation around this time, work around this time. I also highly suggest doing, again, readings around this time because you're going to have so much vision for what's happening globally, things that could happen. There could be some complications with Biden once he gets in office because historically when this happens on an election year, the president dies in office. So I'm not saying that will happen. Um, There have also been assassinations attempts on those years and different things like that that didn't actually happen. So I'm not saying that will happen, but – that is historically true, then that's a part of mundane astrology is looking at what historically happens over time with planets and making predictions based on that. Um, But this is a great time of self-awareness. Financial backing is easier to get. Because again, Saturn is restriction, but it's also structure and its government and Jupiter is expansion. So these planets moving into Aquarius, which is a bit more positive a place for them to be, we're going to feel that we're able to kind of thrive within the system, if that makes sense. And on December 23rd, Mars and Aries is squaring, so forming a hard aspect with Pluto in Capricorn. So, this is going to be kind of a tense transit. It's a couple days before Christmas. Power struggles and confrontations. Intense desire to gain control over others. Channel into achieving your goals. Um, you may come head to head with somebody's ego. Do not start fights around this time. So, this is also a Mars day because Tuesday is a Mars day. So, Use this energy to get something done. I know it's a few days before Christmas, so you might already be on vacation vi- Vacation mode, but I would say plan to be productive around this day or else you may find yourself using that energy and directing it onto other people. And then the next transit we have is on Christmas Day and Mercury and Capricorn is trining Uranus in Taurus. Um, again, this is a flowing energy you're going to be more open to new possibilities, flashes of insight, um, electric conversations, vivid dreaming, You and also op- more open to other people's point of view. This may not be a transit you notice, again, unless you are really intentional about activating it. Um, so this is a great transit, again, for meditating or doing any type of writing, Or communication or talking to new people, learning new things can always. So you may find yourself, you know, wanting to learn a new eccentric subject around that time or have different interesting conversations with different people. The next transit that happens is that the sun in Capricorn is trining Uranus in Taurus. In Taurus. So, this is Trine. It's a flowing transit. This is a really positive transit. Again, flashes of insight are possible because Uranus is always sudden inspiration. So, you may find that you all of a sudden have the answer to a problem that you've been looking at for a long time, then all of a sudden just have like a burst of insight. Um, You might actually be super drawn to learning astrology around this time. So, the 25th through the 28th, I could see that being a fun time for people to want to get, tap a little bit more into astrology. So I actually do also have a astrology tutoring session. It's a bit cheaper than my regular sessions because I just teach you how to read your chart. So If that sounds like something that sounds fun to you, maybe go ahead and sign up for that around that date, and you might find that you really, really enjoy learning about astrology. The next transit that's happening is on December 30th, Venus, which is in Sagittarius, is forming a square with Neptune and Pisces. So this can lead to feelings of insecurity about your body. Um, as well as your relationships. If you're in a strong relationship, you're going to be fine under this transit. But you may still find yourself like questioning yourself, looking at things that analyzing things and seeing them unclearly. Um, you may notice yourself having a more harsh internal dialogue going on about your body. Just be aware of that. I I would just say I would encourage self care around this time and. If things are, insecurities are coming up for you around your body, even around finances or relationships, um, just lean into that energy by maybe tapping into a meditation, tapping into your higher self, um, but don't get caught up in that story that's being played out unless you're trying to reprogram that with some sort of neuro reprogramming DRE or something like that. And I have a great I have a great one that I love to use from Lacey Phillips um, to be magnetic. So, if you're interested in that, I would say that would be a really great date to work on some of that type of work. Also on that date is the full moon in Capricorn. Um, I'm sorry, the full moon in Cancer and the sun is in Capricorn. It's happening at eight degrees and 53 minutes of Cancer. So if you have planets at a around eight degrees of a cardinal sign, Cancer, Capricorn, Libra, Aries, you may feel this a bit more. Um, this is not an eclipse, um, but it is the last full moon of the year. And this is a culmination of the new moon, and i have to say this feels loaded because this is this is the full moon that's opposing capricorn where all this energy's been taking place really over the last 3 years and i feel like this is going to be a really beautiful time of release it's also you know not too far away from New Year's Eve, it's the next day. So a lot of us do look at letting go of certain things and looking forward. So this is a really beautiful time to perform a full moon ritual, in my opinion. And really, what are you going to let go of? I know so many of us have been through just a lot this year. And for a lot of us, I think over the past three years, because we've been feeling this heavy Saturn and Capricorn transit, but this is a really wonderful time to let go of some of that. So I would encourage you around that date, take good care of yourself. Really love taking some time loving yourself, but really highly suggest a full moon ritual around this time. I may have one available year Follow me on Instagram to stay up to date about that. I am not a hundred percent sure. I am gonna start doing full and new moon rituals every month, but I'm not sure when I'm gonna start those. But there are always so many beautiful full moon rituals available. And if you're interested in those, DM me and I'll be happy to send some to you. So, and that brings us to the end of not only December, but 2020. So We're going to end this month very differently than how we're starting it. So, you know, lean in, get the most out of this month, get the most out of this last bit of this year. I know it's been rough. I know it's not been a walk in the park, but we did it. We made it. And if you can do two things over the next month, you can keep your head down and just try to get through it and hold your breath. Or you can lean into this energy and transform and evolve. Obviously, I'm going to suggest the second one, and I'm here to support you in whatever way I can doing that, whether that's through this podcast, connecting with me personally, or even having a session. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. Please DM me, reach out on Instagram. The link to my personal Instagram as well as the podcast will be in the show notes. Like this podcast. Um rate this podcast i always do that rate this podcast review it share it with a friend i know there have been some technical difficulties and it's not been available on apple this week or it's not been available for everyone on apple podcast this week i am hopefully this will be that will be resolved by the time this episode comes out i'm sure it will but thank you guys so much for being so patient um As always, if you guys have any suggestions of topics or guests that you would like me to have on this podcast, DM me and let me know that and have a beautiful day. Take another deep breath in and let it out. You all are so wonderful and I'm so grateful to be on this planet with you and wherever you are, thank you for spending your time with me. Bye.